Welcome to I'd Rather Stay In with your hosts, Megan Myers and Steffi Predmore. This week, we're chatting all about what we are intending for the new year. Stay tuned. Do you love listening to I'd Rather Stay In and want to support the podcast? Well, now you can. Visit our website or the link in our Instagram profile and click Buy Me a Coffee or visit buymeacoffee.com slash podcast. For the price of a cup of coffee, you can help us cover the costs of creating this podcast. There are no monthly memberships, and you can support us at whatever level you like, whenever you like. Whether you buy us one coffee, many coffees, or simply continue listening as always, we're so grateful for your support. Hello! Hi, Steffi. It's been a hot minute. It it has truly been a minute. I feel like so much has happened since I mean, we last were recording together. It's It's been a while. I can't yes. even rem- remember what has happened in the interim. I don't know. We took, we took December off. We did so. take December off. So, yeah. I mean, all of the holidays happened, you know, as they yeah. do. Uh, Omicron is now a thing. Like, that was, that's been super fun. Uh, yeah, you know. Good times. Oh, I did want to tell. I did want to tell you a story. Uh, so at some point in the last month, uh, I actually think it was when I went to go buy your kids' uh, books for their Christmas gifts. So I went to our local independent bookstore, and I was like buying these books for gifts, and I. Uh, there was a book that I wanted, but I couldn't remember, the, like, for myself, but mm-hmm. I couldn't remember the name of it. And so I, I went up to the nice, like, lady, and I was like, um, okay, so I'm looking for a book. Um, it's about abortion and, like, people who've had abortions, and there's a bunch of words on the cover. <laughs> and miraculously, the lady was like, oh, I know what you're talking about. And she, like gets on her phone and she's like is it this one and she pulls it up and I was like yes that's the book so just a shout out to all of the uh, independent booksellers out there who know what the crazy lady who's like yeah this this book about abortion with words on the cover like what the fuck that means yeah I've been really impressed with the booksellers in this town lately where they just randomly know stuff about yeah just like exactly what you want with very little like direction yeah there was a book that i was looking for that i ended up getting um for alex for christmas and at the downtown bookstore they were sold out and she knew exactly why they were sold out (laughs) like it wasn't just like like, oh we're sold out but like yeah no it was like it they were sold out because he was on npr today and i was like what (laughs) I love that. Oh, okay. Actually, I really love that store. There's just like so many like very progressive little books in there, and it's really delightful. I found a book for our friend who is pregnant, um, and uh, for her baby, and it's like the ABCs of inclusion, and it's this really adorable board book, and uh, it's like L is for LGBTQIA, N is for no. Uh, G is for gender. Like, just, it was, it's just, like, super, super cool. And it was one of those where I almost bought it for Edie, but then I was like, no, I, I'm going to buy it for another baby. 
So, <laughs> I can spend a lot of money in there. But yeah, I love that little store. So I was very glad when I was like, here's my very vague directions. <laughs> Come to the right place. Oh, uh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So let's see. What else? What else happened in the last month? I don't know. I can't, I can't remember it all. Uh... Uh... Yeah, I, I don't know. Christmas happened. Christmas so happened. There was that. Christmas happened. New Year's happened. Yeah. Those are all things. Those are all <laughs> things. All things that, that occurred. That, you know, exciting stuff. <laughs> I mean, time continues to have no meaning. Yeah. The, the only designation I feel like now is, is it cold? Is it warm? These are the only things I care about right now. Yeah, what what kind of layers do I need to put on myself and the children? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's all I've got, really. It's true. Like, is it still dark when I wake up in the morning, <laughs> or is it not? Like, I don't know. <laughs> that's all I got. That's all I got. So oh, when we went to Christmas, uh, we went to Minnesota and um, stayed at my in laws' house. And I forgot that it gets dark even earlier. Oh yeah, there because You're like just it's, enough further north. Yes, it's seven hours north of here, uh, and it also gets light much later. <laughs> so like, here's your five hours of sunlight for the day. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's better than that. But I was definitely like accidentally sleeping later than I was meant to. Yeah. And then like, it'd be four o'clock. And I'm like, well, time to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. What that time makes, is it? I don't know. It's only 7pm. What? It okay. genuinely makes me wonder how my Canadian coworkers like function. Like I, I would really struggle. Like I struggle with in the mornings already. Uh, especially like getting up and getting myself dressed and then getting the baby up and getting her to daycare. Like all of those things are so hard for me to do when it's not light outside. Mm-hmm. And I just really wonder how my Canadian coworkers function as humans. I mean, you get used to it. Um, it's not, it's just not awesome. <laughs> I have friends who live in Alaska and they seem to be okay. So. I, I I just I have so many questions. Anyway, <laughs> I, just props to everybody that does that on a regular basis. I, I you are a, probably a better human than I am. I, I mean, props to everybody for everything lately. You guys, honestly, like, props to everybody whew. for just like making it through another yeah. hour of the day. Yeah, I know. I so often lately, like if I get on a like a, a Zoom call or whatever for work. And my coworkers will be like, how's everyone doing? And, like, my response is, like, I'm alive. Also, it is, unfortunately, the third year of the pandemic. And how dare you ask that question? Yeah, I just, I mean, like, like I, I know that they're just. I'm sure they mean well. And, again, but... they're, they're they're Canadians, so they're, they're you know, so kind. And. The, like the stereotype is true Canadians are just really really nice people and I'm like such so American being like I don't know I, I'm here I exist on this planet and they're like is something wrong and I was like no I just am so burnt out <laughs> like, but know. also yes and we don't have time to get into it yeah yes how long do you have <laughs> are you gonna charge me an hourly rate like my therapist does like let's talk about that <laughs> 
So, okay. We clearly, like, as we mentioned, like, one of the things we are still taking into 2022 with us is the pandemic that has that is not going away um, really anytime soon as it would seem. Um, but we have talked before about how neither you nor I really make, like, New Year's resolutions. We're not really resolution-y people. But... I thought we could talk today about what are we taking into 2022 and what are we leaving behind us in 2021? Like, I feel like that's, that's how I am thinking about the new year this year. Mm -hmm. Like, what am I taking with me? And what am I, what am I not taking with me? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's sort of resolution-y, but. I don't know. I just like the idea of just like dropping my baggage and being like, fuck that baggage. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we should have had a bonfire oh right paired with i know where's my metaphorical bonfire for all my metaphorical baggage right uh, so i thought i thought maybe this could get some people thinking about like what are they leaving behind and what are they taking with them so this isn't necessarily like a what's your resolution you know i'm gonna lose 10 pounds no 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 what are we saying yes to? What are we saying no to in the new year? So, uh, since I was the one, since I'm the one that making that's making us do this topic, uh, I guess I'll start. Um, <laughs> I am saying no to. So I've been doing a lot of thinking lately about like, um, I think as a uh as a girl hashtag girl mom um (laughs) i have really been thinking a lot lately just like about all of the things that society has taught me about my body all of the things that the church taught me about my body and just really deconstructing all of those things it does it probably doesn't help that i've been listening to a lot of maintenance phase throughout this process um but uh I just like really thinking about all of, well, a lot of maintenance phase and a lot of um, the podcast Dirty Rotten Church Kids, which came as a recommendation from our friend Caleb. Um, But I've just been really kind of digging into deconstructing all of the things that I was told to believe about my body and uh, relationships and just all sorts of things because I am saying no to taking all of that crap with me this year. I am really just going to unpack that because I think as a parent in general, but I think especially as I'm raising a girl, I need to deal with my shit so that I can teach her something different than what I was taught. So that's Mm -hmm. my first thing that I am leaving behind slash saying no to in the new year. Excellent. Excellent. My first thing that I am leaving behind slash attempting to, those are all attempts. Yes. We're very, we but, are not you know, perfect people. I don't know. I'm sure not. that's going to come as a shock to all of you. <laughs> Is uh, my tendency to try and fix things for other people slash yeah. my family. Um, we, when, when we have a problem in our house, I am very much, I mean, I'm a five. I tend to try to research all the things and try to research the solutions and then present all of the options. Um, 
And that is not how other people in my family do things. And it is very frustrating for me. Um, And so mm, I'm going to attempt to be letting that go and let those people <laughs> like the way you said that you're like i'm gonna let it i'm go like you're prying I'm very intentional in saying letting that go and let those people own those things and if they come to me then i will help them and they ask for help yeah and it's it's right. it's partially because it's not just because i get frustrated but it's partially because i also you know we've learned a lot this past year about weaponizing competence and Mm -hmm. mental load of motherhood and um it was just a task that i was like putting on myself when i already have all of these other invisible tasks yeah so it was not helping me so that is something that i am going to work on this year of letting go I'm very proud of you for that. Um, <laughs> I could probably do a little bit more of that myself. It's Although, hard. I did tell my husband if he wanted the new fancy tankless water heater that he needed to be the one to call and deal with that situation. Yes, and I did do I did do a little bit this of this last year when we decided we did want to get house cleaners again and I said, "You need to take care of it." <laughs> I will let all of this one go. It's your job. You. You're doing it. Yeah. I like that. It worked out. It worked out. So it worked out for both of us. So it can happen. It can happen. We can do it. Dreams can come true. (laughs) (laughs) Miracles happen once in a while. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, so what is something that you are bringing with you? Mm, I, you know, it's easier for me to think of, like, what the what I'm leaving behind. Because uh, I'm saying no to a lot of things. <laughs> um, I'm just in a real, like, say no kind of mood. It's because um, you have a toddler. Oh, my God. Tonight when we put her to bed, she was like, why? Why? I literally, like, put her in a crib and she was just like, why? And I was like. Because I said so. I, we could have a conversation about it, but you wouldn't understand. Because so. if you don't get some sleep, you're really going to have regrets in the morning. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you, child. <laughs> because you need sleep to grow your bones nice and strong and get tall like mommy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, yeah. No is a big word over here right now. Um, I am... You know what? I am... This, this is bordering on, like, resolution-y, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, I am going to take making time for, like, reading and myself and more self-care into the new year. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to be better about that, and my therapist asks me routinely, what did you do this week? to take care of you. And sometimes I stare at her and I go, let's talk about a different topic. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes, that's what I thought. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I am going to 
take more ba take more very very long hot baths thanks to our fancy new water heater and make more me time that's i'm taking myself as a priority into the new year excellent what are you taking I... with you uh, well, I was just going to add on that I started uh, reading before bed again, and it was really lovely. Yeah, even like 20, 30 minutes is like, okay, I'm going to read for like 30 minutes. And then sometimes we're like, oh no, I'm not done with this chapter. I'm going to keep reading or whatever. But uh, lately I've been finding enough, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to read for like 30 minutes and then I'll watch whatever show is like niggling in my brain or like work on my craft project or whatever. I think that's half my problem is I have too many things I'm interested in doing. I have a puzzle I want to do and I have a book I want to read and I have crochet projects I want to do and I actually can't do any of those things all at the same time. So it causes a problem. Because I yeah. want to do all of those things, and there's not technically time to do all of them. So when I'm like, okay, I'm going to read for 30 minutes, and then I'm going to work on this uh, crochet project, then I'm like, okay, made time for both of the things. Yeah. And but I think I think making that time helps you um, be more present in each one as well. Yes. Instead of like thinking about like as you're reading your book, like thinking about yes the projects that you have to do. Yes. Yes, so. exactly. Because I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this for a set amount of time. And then I know that I am still going to work on the project, especially if it's something that I need to do before our baby is born or Christmas or comes or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's I decided I was just I used to I was watching t like a lot of TV before bed, but then there's like nothing really on that I want to watch now. Yeah, I'm rewatching stuff. Although there's then, a new season of Queer Eye, which I haven't started yet, so shame. Yeah, on I me. haven't I haven't watched that yet either, actually. Um, so then I just started reading before bed again. Love it. And so last night I, like, I mean to only read for half an hour or so because I should go to bed, and then I ended up reading for like an hour and a half. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's like being. It's like being like ten again. <laughs> well, except I'm Staying reading like ridiculous—not ridiculous, but um, I'm not reading fiction books, which well, I would right. be. You're reading you your know. like nonfiction books. Yeah, fiction would I would be done with them because <laughs> I, I read those too fast. Yes, yes. I have one. I have a really excellent fiction book that I started last year. Probably about this time last year, and I've never, I haven't finished, partly because I know it's going to just really tear me up emotionally, like it's really going to make me cry. <laughs> so I've just kind of been procrastinating on it because I haven't been in a mood to have a book make me cry, but I might, I think I'm going to have to return to it soon because I really want to know, I want, I want, I do want to know how it ends. <laughs> Even though I know it's going to be sad. It's fine. The writing's fine. It's fine. I am totally emotionally put together. Not a care in the world. Actually, it's funny because my friend, one of my friends shared um, her like top books that she read for the year in her Instagram stories uh, the other day. And uh, I screenshot a couple of them because one of them, she was like... Um, She was like, uh, like, this one's a really, you know, it's a short read. Like, you can probably read it in a day. 
she was like, if you've experienced the death of a loved one, this one is for you. Um, it's like from a woman's perspective of a child losing and a child losing a parent perspective. And I was like, well, fuck, I'm going to read this book, but it's mm-hmm. also going to destroy me. And she's like, here's another one if you want to do that, too. And I was like, can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. Can't, can't, can't wait. <laughs> I'm a masochist. Well, that sounds like the opposite of fun. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We're in the state anyway. It's fine. And then I'll watch something. I'll like read the book and then I'll watch something stupid. And I'll bake up for it. Well, that works. Right. Um, do you have anything else you're taking with you? Um, I am. I don't know how to word this. I don't want to say that like I'm exercising, but like. I want to say, like, taking with me, like, the intention of movement. Sure. If that makes sense. I think, I feel like it's more about, like, listening to my body more. Sure. I feel like that. with me. I feel like, I feel like that's kind of a little bit a part of, of mine, my first one, of, like, what I'm leaving behind, like, and mm-hmm. saying no to, because... I've been really, I think lately, really evaluating my like relationship with exercise, which is not great. Um, and like, why am I exercising? And uh, why am I moving my body? And so I feel like I'm on a similar journey there. Yeah. And I think, like you said, like listening to all of maintenance phase, basically. Every single episode. Um, it's fine. And also just, you know, being a woman. Yes. Um makes you think deeply about a lot of those things and so I'm trying to like bring that that energy with me into the new year yeah I love that and you can do it while listening to uh I can't remember what music it was that you were listening to oh Taylor Swift during a Peloton ride it's great oh my god that was horrible (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was great, but also it was a horrible. <laughs> you felt great after, but also wanted to die, but also it was good, but also... <laughs> we are not good at Peloton, guys. Like, oh, we're pretty no. bad. <laughs> Actually, I was, well, I was talking to Kathleen and Ade about this, uh, because, like, all three of us have very different relationships with, like, uh physical activity Um, Mm -hmm. like Ade played hockey growing up and Kathleen was a swimmer and played water polo and I did none I was a theater nerd Um, and so I did none of those things and so they are like learning how to like they have spent a lot of years like learning how to be active without being like part of like a a sports team and Mm -hmm. I've spent a lot of years like realizing that like like group exercise is not for me because I've left far too many like group exercise classes literally having a breakdown because it's just they're like bad for my mental health because um, I just I'm too it's the whole thing um, but Peloton I am by my own damn self in the basement mm-hmm. it's great yeah it's just I'm on the little bike and I do things And I'm not, like, flopping around trying to figure out how – I'm just pedaling. Sometimes I'm (laughs) pedaling at the speed that they tell me to, and sometimes I'm not. And it's okay. (laughs) 
It's not like I'm like, oh my god, I have to do this burpee, and can I do the burpee, or am I going to fall on my face doing the burpee? Like, no, I just, like, do the thing. So, anyway, I'm not good at it, but also, I'm, like, okay with that. Yeah, I think that's, like, I... I'm not I'm not on a leaderboard situation, but I sweat a lot and I make it through and I laugh at the people and it's really fun. And the only problem I also is that still I have, don't understand how they determine the leaderboard numbers. It seems like fake math, but that's a whole nother conversation. I it's confusing because I think it would make more sense if we did a live class Maybe. because we're just doing the recorded ones, and so it's definitely confusing when you're doing the recorded ones. I think. Um. But that, so I like feel good about like my crappiness essentially. Uh, <laughs> and there was one class that I did where the lady was like, "This is a low impact class. You should strive to be at the bottom." And I was like, "It's my time to shine." That's exactly where I want to <laughs> be. Thank you, nice lady. <laughs> but then my husband comes upstairs and he's like, "I got the top of the leaderboard today when I was doing the class." Up. I'm like, we "Go don't away." Be with you. No, no, no one likes I mean, you. go away. <laughs> My husband did track, and he's also one of the – when I was trying to be a runner, and I – like, I would run a lot, and I never got faster or any better at all. And he was just like, well, you just have to run. You just have to do it. I'm like, that's not – clear. like, clearly that is what I'm doing. That's, that's like when my <laughs> husband told me, just don't be stressed. Yeah, just just relax. What's wrong? Just relax. These men. I don't I Just don't chill out, man. Just, just do it. <laughs> Don't think about it. Just do Alex it. has stopped telling me just to relax and started telling me to go take an edible. So he's finally learning. <laughs> it took eight years, but we're getting there. I mean, eight years ago it wasn't legal in Illinois, so it's true. This is true. You know, accurate, very accurate. It's a curve. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, the other thing I decided I'm not taking with me is generational trauma. I am leaving that shit in 2021, and. Maybe it's because I've watched Encanto approximately 8,000 times with my toddler. 10 out of 10 recommend, by the way. If anyone has not watched Encanto, what are you doing? Stop listening to us right now and go watch it. <laughs> we'll be here when you get back. Uh, it's excellent. But yeah, I'm, I have decided that generational trauma has no place in my household in 2022. We are going to enter the year... Fresh and clean, baby. That's it. I would almost say the lucky thing for you is that you are an only child. Well, yes. That doesn't mean that I don't I don't have the shit, but yes. It, it doesn't mean you don't, but it, it means you have different I have different kinds of things. shit. But yes, I don't have an extra sibling running around that I have to, like, give a shit about. Be constantly compared to. It's great. Uh, <laughs> we're fine. <laughs> We are all fine. We are doing great. I <laughs> <sighs> love this life for us. Yeah. So that's my that's the that's the last thing that I'll say is that I that's my that's what I'm doing. The other thing that I am living behind is it's gonna be a real hard one, but judgment. Ooh, uh, no! I want to take that with me. I I'm fine being judgy. <laughs> okay, I will try to be a better person. It's fine. Okay. I think, I mean, I was thinking about it when, first of all, like aside from the, it being the new year, but then when you said this is what you wanted to talk about today, and I was thinking about, um, you know, just 
over the past year and things that have happened and things that have gone on. And I've decided, like, did that make me happier? Like, maybe, like, a tiny bit in the moment it makes you happy to be, like, a judgy person. Um, especially if then you can share it with another person. Yes. Because um, then you feel, like, that bond and you're, you know, you're all good that way. But, like, when I really started to look at it, it made me feel like I was seeking out those situations. Yeah, that makes sense. And so I decided that I'm going to let that go. I mean, it's the same thing where, you know, you, like, I've been clearing out people that I follow. And yes, I was just going like to say Stuff like that to, like... It feels like that kind of thing is um, toxic energy, and I'm just trying to, like, avoid that. And not necessarily, like, I'm going to be a really positive person all the time, but I'm not going to invite the stuff that makes me feel negative anymore. Yes. That is totally fair. I like that. Yes. It'll be hard, but, but I think it also helps that I've already noticed, um, like, a few things where I would normally, like, be judgy about. Like, I sat with that thought and thought about why I feel like that. And then I didn't do anything about it. And then I felt you really said, good for not doing anything about it. You said to yourself, huh, that's a choice. And then you just moved on. Yeah. Yeah. That's a choice. That's their choice. I wonder why they, they do that. Ch- oh, they, they probably they do that because of this. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I've been working through that with my therapist because um, I think she spotted that I'm a judgy person, like, from the moment she laid eyes on me. Uh, it's pretty apparent. Um, hashtag Enneagram one. So <laughs> <laughs> we've been working through that, especially if just, like, if there's, like, I'm really struggling with, like, a certain person or something and I'm, like, really, like, worked up about it of, like, okay, why do we think that this person does these things. And even Mm -hmm. if it's, like, total speculation, like, okay, maybe they... This seems like the actions of someone who is insecure. Why might they be insecure? Like, even if it's just, like, coming up with, like, kind of speculative things, like, like, maybe they were... Compared to a sibling a lot growing up, or I don't know, whatever it is, like, it, it does it does sometimes help of, like, okay, I don't think that they're just a total jackass. They are probably an <laughs> accidental jackass. I mean, not to say that there are not people that are just, like, kind of spiteful jackasses in the world, but, mm-hmm. like, it does help to sometimes think, okay, why do I think this person is the way that they are? Why are they acting the way that they are? And it does help you come at the situation and that person sometimes from a place of more of a, pl- of a place of empathy than of like, what the fuck? Um, which can be helpful. So, I mean, my therapist is right. She usually is, but <laughs> I mean, whatever. It's not like it's her job or something. Right. One <laughs> of the reasons why I started to think about this actually is because of the book that I'm reading, mm-hmm. uh, which I got at our lovely independent bookstore. Um, it's called How the Other Half Eats. Ooh, yeah, you shared that on Instagram, I think, right? Yes. And it is 
truly fascinating. Um, I say this as a person who's read like a lot of food studies books and also who was super judgmental about how other people ate. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it's really, it's written by a sociologist who did like a really long in-depth study about how families eat. Um, they are basically all in the Bay Area because uh, I think it was for Stanford possibly, but that's where she lived. So she researched people there also because there's a wide variety of demographics in the Bay Area. So yeah kind of automatically had that audience built in for her studies um but i thought it was i think i think maybe i'm like maybe halfway through Mm -hmm. um but i feel like it's really good and she just really addresses a lot of the questions that are like well why do poor people eat junk food don't they know that healthy food is better for them Blah, blah 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 and there's so many interesting things that she brings up in her storytelling of these people that I'm like, oh, right. well, I'm an asshole. <laughs> like, right. Like, it opens your eyes. Those are things that I didn't the... consider because, like, especially right. because I, as some, and she actually brought up this fact where, like, there's some, there's a couple people in the book that grew up poor, but now they're middle class or upper middle class. Mm-hmm. And so their food situations have changed drastically. And the way that they view food now is very different mm-hmm. than the people who, like, are poor. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's really similar to me mm-hmm. um, with the way that I grew up with my relationship with the food and everything and, like, how I was viewing it. And, yeah. like, now the fact that, like, I don't have to struggle to feed my kids. Um, so I view it a certain way. And I just think it's a really good book. I, I um, obviously I haven't finished it yet, but... Uh, I think it's great. Yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> on a totally like, different topic, like on a totally different, like, uh, societal, like, topic, the book that I'm reading, the abortion book, which is actually called You're the Only One I've Told, um, it's like very similar of like telling the stories of different um, people who have had abortions and like why and um i think especially you know growing up in the evangelical church like (laughs) you already know what i was raised to believe about abortion um and i think especially as someone who uh, talks about adoption a lot so often abortion and adoption are like kind of linked by society and Mm -hmm. general like discourse and so believe like I think that you can hold whatever belief you want to about abortion but I think that we need to understand what drives people to seek that out um as as an option as a choice um and so this book has been so interesting to read of just the wide variety of experiences and um that that people have had and it's interesting because there's a lot of parallels. There is some interesting parallels to stories um, in um, a book I read about um, different mothers who were forced to place their babies for um, adoption. And um, so it's, it's just interesting to like be reading that book and the commentary of the writer kind of interwoven um so yeah in a a very similar way it's like 
these books are very helpful in understanding perspective totally different life perspectives than anything that like I've ever experienced and you've ever experienced and I think that's what stories are good for right yeah and I think for my book at least one of the reasons why I'm really liking the way that she's presenting it is because she she presents it empathetically but also not in a way that you like pity the people that she's talking about totally we need to swap books when we're done yeah (laughs) (laughs) like i think we both probably want to read the other one's book so we'll just throw a little 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 book around a little book club (laughs) (laughs) yeah no that's great um also guys i will link to these books in the show notes um so y'all can go check them out um you all should probably read them too yeah they should probably be added to the list of like required human reading yes and i will say that i didn't know anything about this book before i bought it and i bought it because the bookstore had it like on display so that is another like you mentioned how our bookstore always has stuff like that like they always have Really great. Well, this one I'm reading caught my eye because it was on display like two times ago that I was there. And then I went back and like it wasn't on display anymore. And I was like, ah, the cover, it really caught my eye, but then I didn't buy it. Ah." So. Yeah. I mean, I had to buy it right when I went to there. The store was packed. So I was like, I better buy this book right now. (laughs) Um, Yeah. They always like, I don't know. It's a great bookstore, you guys. No one lives here except us. But, uh. They they always have a special section for biotech authors. They have special sections for LGBTQ authors. They have like a whole section of Wicca books, which I think is amazing and also kind of funny. Yeah. Um, I love it. It's great. As unlike the Barnes and Noble that has like the most gigantic Bible section that I have ever seen in a bookstore, and I thought I was going crazy. <laughs> It's a, it's, a huge, like, it's a huge section. It I don't is. remember ever seeing a religious book section this big in a bookstore. Like, am I crazy? Is it? Was it always this big? No, it's, it's just that store. Absolutely insane. Uh, also, huge. I found a very cute uh, graphic novel that I got from Max called Katie the Cat Sitter that I am very excited about, and I really hope he likes it. Um, that looked adorable there. So It looks cute. I don't think he started reading it yet, but... If he's not going to read it, I will read it. I, right. I was like, okay, if Max doesn't like it, like, I'll just <laughs> take it back and, like, I'll just read it because it looks really, really cute. It's like this – it's a graphic novel, and it's about this girl who is like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be, like, the most boring summer ever. Um, and then she, like, gets this cat-sitting job, and, like, it just turns into this whole, like, adventure situation. And I think it actually is a series. I think there's, like – at least a second one maybe so the the uh the i just looked it up and on the publisher website the synopsis is like uh also why is madeline always exact always out exactly when the city's most notorious villain commits crimes is it possible that katie's upstairs neighbor is really a super villain can katie wrangle a whole lot of wayward cats save a best friendship and crack the biggest story in the city's history some heroes have capes capes katie has cats and i was like yes <laughs> i am sold on this book excellent super cats i'm down <laughs> i mean when i was a, a kid slash 
young teenager, I was super into the Rita Mae Brown mystery novels, Love which it. very heavily feature cats. So <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into those are it. actually books for adults, but <laughs> you know, there are. There's the adult. There's like the actual humans in these books, but then there's also the cats who talk amongst themselves Sold. separately. Into it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. Megan, is there anything else that we uh, want to leave behind and or take with us in the new year? I mean, I would have loved to leave COVID behind, but it's too we late. We would love to. We would. We would. <sighs> this is our life now, guys. This is yeah. it. Mm-hmm. That's all yeah. I got to say on that. <laughs> uh, there's nothing else to say. Yeah. You know? Well, how about we talk about joy then? Yeah, let's bring this joy. on a bummer. We're not, we're no bummers here. No. Uh, Megan, what's bringing you joy? Uh, so one thing that I wanted to do last year that I finally did at the very end of the year was become a Patreon of Maintenance Phase. Yes. And then I blew through every single episode that they've had on there. It was only eight, but I like literally like sat there with my puzzle and just listened to many, many, many episodes. And you you just sit there and drink your mimosa, Steffi. You and your mimosas. (laughs) Drinking mimosas. You don't even know. <laughs> uh, it brought me very great joy uh, to end the year. Good energy. I cackled my way through the day. And also, Max was in the other room like while I was listening, and I just had the headphones in. He just hears me laughing. He's like, Why what's going laughing? on? I'm like, I'm listening to a podcast. Don't mind me. Mind your fucking business. You shut up and play your video games. Uh, yeah. So um, that's, that's bringing me a lot of joy. They're so delightful. I love them so much. And every yes. every time they like, every topic they talk about, I get super interested in. Every time Aubrey goes, Michael, no! I just yes, die. So Michael Blaine raspberries. I just, uh, they make me so happy. Every time and Michael says something like, every time so- Michael says something like, I just hear awooga noises every time I see. <laughs> so good. Guys. Uh, they're great. I'm glad that they are uh, having so much success. Yes. Because it's well-deserved. And they, they're smart cookies. They are. They're very, I, yeah, I was thinking about this today. Like, they just really hit all of my, like, like nerdy, like, all, they just, they just, do, they, they're, it's, like, social justice but also like with a researchy nerd spin it's great mm-hmm. yeah it's great <sighs> love it what about you um i have this is two for one um in the last month i have purchased two new mugs for myself because i found the artists on tiktok um one is from uh a ceramics artist ceramicist I don't know uh potter I don't really know anyway um it's fine um the shop is called seawave uh c-e-e-w-a-v-e um and 
the mug that I got is like huge and it's this like beautiful blue and it has like this moon like inset on it. It is so lovely. And then the other one that I got um, just this week it came in um, is from a shop called Tesseramics and all of her stuff is cat themed and uh, I have been like kind of stalking her shop for a while and finally like she had like a pre-order and I was like yes and so uh the mug has this like very just like frazzled looking cat on it and at the top it just says heck (laughs) and it's amazing and I love it next week we are going to talk all about weaponized incompetence until then leave us a review on apple podcasts or listen to us on your favorite platform you can also follow us on social media at IRSI Podcast or send us an email at I'd Rather Stay in Podcast at gmail.com. See you next week.